Kuzminskis, Kuz as they call him. Uh, he has a, a fluid game. He's a good shooter from the outside. He can shoot three-point. He runs court well. He makes the kind of passes that you'd expect. Knowledgeable type of uh, player. Um, I think that, you know, in our estimation, learning the strength and the power of NBA players is still a growth prospect for him how he's going to grow into this game. But uh, I think our fans are going to like him a lot. They're going to want to see him out there on the floor. He's, he can play three, and you know, Jeff's even mentioned to me that he's talented enough to play a little bit of a guard role at some point if, if that's required of him. So you know, we, we're pleased. You know, his development, I think, is going to be a process. You know, obviously, you know, for European or College players usually it's a process, so we anticipate that, but we like what we see. What do you think about uh, the practice today? <laughs> well, it was fun, you know, all the time like those kind of activities with the fans because you know fans they're supporting us in the good or bad moments, and you know we can. Like I enjoy playing or just having time with them because they, they, they are and they can be our sixth player on the court. You settling in, you feeling comfortable, you know, uh, you know, with, with the team and with the fans now? Yeah, you know, <laughs> I think so. Yeah, of course, you know, the teammates, they're helping me a lot, you know, and, and you know, because a lot of new things for me this year because that's my first year, but all the teammates, all the organization are helping me and you know, I feel like home here, so everything good. You get a little energy when you're out there practicing in front of the fans? Hmm? You get a little more energy when you're practicing <laughs> in front of the fans? Of course, it's more fun to practice you know, in front of fans than you know, empty gym, so no doubt. I, ho I, I wish that we had uh, you know, so many spectators never practice. <laughs> you get a little taste about how passionate Nick fans are? Yeah, I'm happy that you know I'm playing in those spots where the fans are great. You know, I'm from Lithuania, where sports is, uh, where, where basketball sports is number one. You know, and now I'm here in New York, where fans are also crazy about basketball, and I'm just enjoying, enjoying that basketball gives me that opportunity. Thank you. Talk about, you know, what was the Olympic Village like down in Brazil? Well, no, it was my fourth summer with the national team, but it was first Olympic Games for me. And, you know, it's way different than other championships. You know, when you go, for example, to Egypt and you see the best athletes of the world, Michael Phelps, you know, Novak Djokovic, Rafael Nadal, you know, it's, it's a little experience and you realize that, you know, what kind of event is that, you know, and... Uh, the Olympic Village is, you know, it's, 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 I didn't expect that it's so huge, you know, there's you know, a lot of buildings, a lot of people. And How many people were there? I'm not sure, but I think it was like 30-something, uh, you know, um, houses, houses, uh, okay. and, and also like 20, at least 20 floors, I remember right now, you know, yeah, yeah. So you know, you can check this internet, I think, so you're, yeah. you're going to be right. So, you know, and then, then and, you know, the difference is, you know, everybody is so concentrated, especially those people who has their 
for example, track and field runners yeah, yeah, yeah. or swimmers. You know, we as a team, we you know if, if <laughs> one guy if, if one guy plays bad, that they can play good. But sure. them, but them, you know, individual yeah. you know sports is really, really hard. You know, so you can see that they're so concentrated, they're so motivated, and you know the feeling is unbelievable. I went also to opening ceremony. Yeah, you know, yeah. to feel because you never know maybe it might be your first and last Olympics because for our little country it's not that easy to get into Olympics when was the last time you were in the your team was in the Olympics before that uh, so we were in all the Olympics since our independence gotcha okay yeah I think there are only I'm not sure but I think there are two or maybe just us from Europe who were in Olympics uh, all the times which were, were possible for us do you remember any, uh, talking about the games now, do you remember any specific parts? Like, was it was the crowd pretty good there, or was it pretty empty, or our, the basketball our, our crowd is all the time good, because it doesn't matter where we play, you know, Slovenia, Spain, Venezuela, or Brazil, all the time our fans are coming, you know, same persons and some more, you know, and our fans are, as a national team, they're, they're great, you know. So our crowd was all the time good, and it was it was it wasn't empty. And last year you played in Russia. And maybe maybe the best the best game was against Argentina because you know Brazil is really close to Argentina, and a lot oh, of yeah. fans came, and you know the atmosphere was great. The game was close, and we won, so that game was good. Yeah. And then last year you played right, in, in Russia, Spain. in Spain. Okay. Um, so what do you see as the difference between the Spain Spanish league and the NBA so far? I know it's early. Uh, well. No, it's, it's 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 different. It's different. At the same time, you know, they have similar things. For example, that there okay, you have 18 teams, but also you can go to play against the last team and you can lose. You know, pretty easy because all the time all the teams are pretty pretty good. But of course, here is is different. For example, especially the amount of the games you play. Example, How many games do you play in Spain? Like we played two games. One game is Euroleague, okay. Euroleague, yeah, Euroleague yeah, yeah. and one game in Spain, so it's two a week all the time. So you know, but yeah, the thing is, yeah, and, and here you play back-to-back -back games. You know, in November we're playing 16 games. So you now it's the, 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 the tempo of the games, the tempo you know, of, the, of the game speed is also different. You know, and, and uh, people are athletic. The rules are a little bit different, but but I enjoy the both leagues because you know. Basketball and I love that basketball gives me opportunity to live in different countries, different cities, you know, to feel the different cultures. Yeah. Do you live in Manhattan? No. No. I live close to practice facility. Gotcha. That's White Plains. Yeah. 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 I grew up in uh, New Jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we live in White Plains. No, that's right now. I need to spend like, as much time as I can on the basketball court to improve my game to adjust as soon as possible so I gotta live close to the gym. Yeah, fair enough. Alright man, good luck. Here is Kristaps Porzingis after the Wizards-Knicks game. I did not get much one-on-one -on -one time with him, so this is the group interview from that game. But when you give up 15 threes, it's so hard to recover from. What was the struggle with getting up to the shooters tonight? Um, maybe like, we, we lost the focus and we didn't run out to shooters or uh, got stuck in screens. And, and um, but I think they 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 shot a pretty um, pretty good percentage. And then it's hard to stop when the guys are when we're in and we're running out to shooters and they're still knocking down shots. For us. It's hard to stop, but. Um, I think we, we have to do a better job on uh, making sure we're in and then getting out to shoot as quick.
So 16 points for you, seven rebounds tonight. But coach said that you know maybe he shouldn't have played you for 40 minutes last night in a back-to-back scenario. Did you feel like it was harder to get your shot tonight? Um, yeah, I think they were they were pretty uh, they were playing tighter defense than they were last night. Um, and uh, maybe I should have been more aggressive too. I had to watch film. I had to, I had to really uh, see the positions I was in and, and where I could have been more aggressive and attack more and, and uh, help the team more. Uh, but uh, obviously, I felt I felt the defense was, was, was uh, tighter I mean, today than it was yesterday. Um, so uh, I, I didn't want to force it too much, uh, and I wanted to kind of uh, get other other uh, people going. But, um, I have to watch film really, really um, see see what all went wrong and what could I, what could I do and what could I have done better. When you have a first half like this or a third quarter like that, how important was it for each other to come back and put up 47 in the fourth? Well, we trying to do that the whole game. Uh, Brandon hit a few big shots and we kind of all uh, uh, got a little bit of energy back and we, we tried to. Tried to uh, fight back, but it was too late. It was too late. We should have uh, brought the effort from the beginning, and, and then, then, then the game would have been completely different. When you get that thing under 10, is there any thought in your mind? You know, hey, we have a shot at this thing. Of course, uh, we. I think all of us. We, even when we were down on 20 something, we still thought you know, there's a possibility we can we can win this game. So we we, we didn't give up at any moment, um, especially you know when we started to. Uh, come closer, but obviously it's tough to come back in the fourth quarter from, from 20 points. So here is after the group interview, the Washington Post reporter and I were left alone with Kristaps. Have you been following how well he's been doing in yeah. the first games? Yeah, yeah, and I'm happy. You know, he's been having a lot of uh, a few good, really good games, and, and I think just with time, he's, his minutes is going to be probably going to grow, and, and he's going to become uh, more effective. Have you been communicating with him during the season? Do you guys? Yes, yes we, we talk a lot. We uh, text a lot, and uh, especially now with 40 games when we played him, we played him in the preseason, we played him now, so we always text before, and uh, you know we, we try to uh, meet the day before. One thing Jeff mentioned is that you're still kind of been at the stage of your career where you're kind of learning how to play back-to-back games. Do you think that's I means that's not right to you? And like, what, what are you learning about that? How to take care of your body, or you know, what it's like to bounce back and you know, back-to-back yeah, games? Um, I don't know if it's um, it's hard to say if it's really the not knowing what to expect. You know, I kind of had that first season, and uh, I know what what to expect now, uh, but uh, it's just. You know, being being ready, being uh, more more mentally than physically ready, because you gotta, no matter how tired you feel, no matter what is going on, you have to bring it every night, no matter if it's a back-to-back or whatever. So, um, physically, you, some days you're gonna feel better, some days you're gonna be feel feeling worse, but you always gotta be uh, mentally there and, and, and ready to fight. I wonder. I'm I'm from the from the paper in town here, so it's kind of a broader question, but like. What do you feel like you're better at this year than last year? Like, if you're going to point to like one or two things that are really coming to you easier or better now than I think, um, I'm, I'm reading the game a little better. I still have a long way to go, but I'm still, I'm reading the game a little better, and and um, I think I'm I'm more relaxed when I when I have a mismatch when I actually um, have an opportunity to to uh, to attack. I'm I'm calm, and and last year I would maybe 
you know, be a little too anxious and, and try to do too much. So uh, I think that's that's those are two things that, that that opened me this season. When you say reading the game better, like like what's an example of that? Just defensively seeing what's going on uh, offensively. Uh, reading, the, I mean, more and more is defense. Reading the play, reading, seeing what what is going on, what the other team is trying to do. Just those little things. Little things. I was talking to Derek uh, before the game. He mentioned how you guys have been talking a lot about details because you're signed with him. Um, do you have your own shoe, or, or is that in the works at all by any chance? No, uh, not yet. Uh, I'm wearing the crazy explosive, mm -hmm. uh, but uh, I hope with time, if I'm if I'm playing um, the way Adidas believe I can play, then uh, and maybe in the future I'll have my own shoe, but uh, right now I'm just wearing it. What do you want to call your shoe? Uh, I have no idea. I haven't <laughs> thought about that at all. Uh, I don't believe that at all. <laughs> um, is, is, is like part of the transition is like, do you feel like by the last year the idea of like coming over here and, and living in this country had been like, that you had that down pat or is that part of like what's what's coming easier this second year too. Uh, say it again, please. I said it has like just sort of like adapting to like this culture. First season was was pretty pretty easy for me to mm -hmm. to uh, adjust. Um, but obviously this year yeah, I know what to expect on and off the court. Uh, so uh, wasn't really uh, but the first year wasn't even a big adjustment for me. Big, uh, change for me because I was, you know, I played for five years in Spain. That was kind of much, much tougher than, than it was coming up from Spain. To, to over here. What age did you start speaking English? Was it something you uh, started learning once you, you know, yeah, yeah, grew no, in your basketball career? No, I, I knew English before I went to Spain. Um, it was it was my older brother that was kind of pushing me to, to learn English at, a, at an early age, and I, you know, I, I never knew I was going to need English that much, you know. But, <laughs> Uh, it turned out, you know, this way, and, and I'm happy that he, he pushed me and he made me uh, go to those extra classes and, and uh, learning. How old were you when you first thought the NBA was a possibility? Like 17, 18 years old. I played the other 18 uh, European Championship, and um, that that was like after the tournament. I realized that you know something something real. Good. Scriptures begun.